So, lads, episode number four of the podcast, and probably, well, not probably, the most requested guest is here. Introduce yourself, for those you don't know. Hey, I am Ty Devo, most of you guys. I, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the yeah. audience of, uh, is of your podcast. But yeah, I'm Ty Devo. I play um, a lot of 2K, uh, upload videos, not to DVG's level, because uh, he goes crazy. But um, yeah, I play 2K, and, and that's kind of what I do. Yeah, and obviously, um, good old da- good old Dale as well. I had a co-host, so yeah, back once again. Yeah, so like let's let's be real. Ninety nine point nine nine percent of people, if there's, there's probably going to be the best part of ten thousand five, probably eight to ten thousand. I reckon that watch this. Of those eight to ten thousand, probably seven point nine thousand know who you are already, Ty. <laughs> so um, a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about here, it's not really kind of what you do. It's just kind of some things that they may not, they may not know. And, right. and we have, like Dale will know, there is one topic that I'm bringing up today that we, this conversation needs to happen. But just uh, <laughs> Dale's laughing because we had the, we had this conversation in our FIBA, FIBA Discord for Team Ireland, myself, Dale, and Airjack for about 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but um it, need, it needs to it needs to be it's a, definitely a, an, an interesting topic an interesting one nothing to do with uh yeah nothing to do with 2k but um okay i'm intrigued i'm intrigued yeah, already yeah. but um so obviously um you've won like in terms of the 5v5 tournaments you've won both the major ones like you're the only global champion ever there might be one next year maybe maybe not so, but what kind of what meant more the 250 or the global champs to you um, I would say as far as meaning more 250, but what helped me, you know, kind of jumpstart things obviously was the global championship, but just like, as far as just kind of like, you know, cause my team's been my main mode. So that meant more, uh, winning that. Oh, big time. Um, the global champs were, that was kind of a crazy one because, cause I know a lot of my team guys didn't go for it. That wasn't your like main focus last year, was it? You just happened to qual, you happened to make it and then. Obviously, after 250, the first term happened, you were then being flown out to the North American ones. Did you think going into the year that you were going to win that tournament when you entered that? Um, So that was just something I saw on... I, it wasn't even, like, publicized that much. So a lot of people didn't even know about it, to be honest with you. Um, But it was just something I would just kind of put on the back burner and it wasn't... Obviously, my team was my main focus, but I was like, I'll just do this. And if it if it works out, it works out qualified and, and was able to get through and and even after i was able to get through it was still like three months away until i actually had to you know fly out to the north america regional finals but yeah it was just put off and onto the back burner and i was just just kind of worked out for me yeah, did you did you play that at all though did you play any of them what the global chance yeah the qualifiers i didn't even know it was a thing i'm not gonna lie <laughs> most people didn't a what? lot of people didn't even know about it Oh, I had I played one of the qualifiers. Was it advertised on the yeah, game at all? Yeah, it was. I I knew about it because Two K specifically emailed me about it, and they were like, "This is happening mm. at the start of the year," so I knew it was happening. But it wasn't advertised in game because Two K didn't run it. It was run by a different company. It just right. happened to be like Two K on the game. Two K and Two K. It was like a Two K endorsed tournament. It wasn't a Two K tournament. But I think my first game in my first qualifiers, I played. I played Hazelik. Harry Harris. He's the. <laughs> He was a 2K League player at the time. This is the first year. This is the first of the four years he didn't make the 2K League. I played him game one, lost to him by like three. And then game two, I won by 70 points. And my opponent put in that he won. And by the time 
I was able, but it's because you know if you lose two games, you're out, isn't it? It was something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Uh, yep. So by the time that I tried to put in a complaint, it was like your your like a period for the game has passed. You can't put in an appeal. I'm like, I won by seventy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I just I said after that first qualifier, I was like, screw it, I'm not. There's just no point. And and some of those were super long. Well, at least I mean it depended on like how many people registered because like I know in North America it was obviously a lot more than other like countries, but you had to play eight games in one night, and so like some nights you'd be there for like eight or nine hours, and it was it was just ridiculously long. But I mean, yeah, it was qualifying definitely was was just it, it was tough. Yeah, like that was that was one of the most like grim grim things. I know a lot of people that qualified that same day. It started at like seven p.m. at night. And it ended at five o'clock in the morning, so it was like it was just ridiculous. Yeah. But um, you weren't you were on P- you were on Xbox, weren't you? For that? Um. So yeah, I was on. I, I qualified on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't have that guy who cheated Crime as out of like three. Who cheated? There was one guy on right. PS4 who just put in all the fake results, and Crime as didn't lose a game for like four qualifiers, and he didn't make it in because he mm. just kept coming third of the people that were eight no. And that was the bad thing is it's like they had like strength of schedule, but multiple people were going eight no, so it was it was just it was tough. Yeah. What's um what's happened to your man since? Is it Simon Money, the guy that beat you in the North American? Is he is he still play two K or what? I don't Something know what he. I, I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure at all. But that dude, Simon Money, he was good. Like he was really really good. And I mean him and him and Crymouse. I don't know if you 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 watched it probably yeah, I watched they. It, yeah. And and globals that game was that was that was just super oh he fun got that series. he got screwed side money he's a wide if you don't know he has a wide open layup basically to win the game and he holds square and he triggers a mid range jumper and misses it like a pull up mid range <laughs> jumper for like right. three feet I feel like you have to adapt a different play style when you play in those like current lineups like yeah. it's actually hell I've entered a couple of players lounge ones. Like on next gen, it's awful. Like it's so horrible to play. I was definitely. Oh, I it was a, it was a big uh, adjustment. The big thing for me was that it was on pro difficulty. So, oh I no, to, I didn't have to yeah. like learn releases or anything like you're, that. You're open. It's in on pro. You know, I don't I don't like Hall of Fame on on play now though because I mean then then it's just five out LeBron or five out Giannis, five out Ben Simmons. So I don't I don't know. I feel like there needs to be some like. In between, but that's how that's how I won the national championship. LeBron, LeBron, and AD last year was just literally no matter who it was. I was like, okay, I'm running pick and rolls until LeBron switches onto a non clamps player. Then I'm going five out, tween tween dunk, or dump it into AD if he's got a little guy on post hook. <laughs> like, did you have any competitive games in that tournament? Uh, I mean. No, I, I think like I, I, I won the, sem- I won the semis by like 30. And it, these were three-minute quarter games. I won the semis by 30 and was up 20 in the final. God. In the third quarter, I was up by 20. I think I was up like 17-5 at halftime or something. It was wow. It was kind of grim. But to be fair, like outside of the two of us and Jack, do you think there are any Irish players that are? Nah. Probably like... not. They're all on FIFA usually. Yeah. But like... To be fair, Ireland is like a quarter of the size of Iowa. So imagine if you had to play like an <laughs> Iowa championship in 2K. Right. Like right. that's that's what it would that's the equivalent of me winning the Ireland championship. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of crazy to think about though. But I mean, it's still I mean, it's still super super cool though, you know. But. Yeah. To be fair, 
in Basketball Ireland were probably celebrating when I ended up winning. <laughs> they just want you to win everything. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'll, be, I'll be honest, it's the best thing they can say. They get free publicity out of it. Right, right. It's like the FIBA tournament is like, even even I could be the worst player on the team. It's like, yeah, makes the only one who's guaranteed. Who's guaranteed? What, yeah, we were laughing about if we ever get invited to an awards ceremony. Even if you average two points a game, you're probably winning the best esports player in Ireland. Like, <laughs> probably true. But um, yeah. So for for two fifty this year, um, the qualifier system it had been the same every year. But I think it's the fact that they haven't changed it and we've been saying it's been broken for three years right. and they just won't change it. I think that's probably the worst thing about it. Like, did you get screwed once or twice? From I got screwed once and, and that was just air code wise. And and that's the that's the hard part. It's like, you know, some people got air codes two or three out of or two or three out of the four qualifiers, and then if you lose a game or in the last qualifier versus comp dude, it's over with. And so the qualifier system is I would say before this year, I felt like normally they'd get you know eighty or eighty percent of the best players in, but this year it wasn't even close. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think there were really any weak players outside of, like I think he'd even say it himself, outside of Panda Wings on the PS4 side. Were there any weak, really weak players on Xbox? I'm trying to think through. I don't remember that Xbox side. Oh, was hell. That was hell. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's any yeah players I would say were weak. No. You know, but then, but then there's also players, you know, that would that I wouldn't call weak, but you know, if they go up against like Jin, who didn't qualify, right? You know, they're probably not quite to that level. So that's that's you know the uh, only thing. I mean, the tournament did show that they weren't at the level of Jin, like right. It it, it showed it, like Jin, Jin, right. Peja, those two guys. It did show that they like. There's no question they were top eight at worst on right. Xbox, like right. But um, yeah, it was kind of a mad one, and I think. They need to stop letting Europe making Europeans play in the same tournaments. They need to stop that. Like, there's no, there is no chance in hell that Vardo is that Zeb is better than Vardo. But Zeb beat him by thirty because Vardo was on unplayable delay because they were playing on West servers. Like, right. And I think I think a big part of it is, I don't know. They have to either fly everybody out to yeah. play together, and and then another thing is even for like qualifiers, I I, I would say like. How many how many EU people qualified on P4 specifically? A lot, four, wasn't there? Four. It was four. And so I don't know what they need to do as far as that, but I like I like what um, you know, that they I think I feel like that they should have a set amount of people out of EU that yeah. qualifies, you know, instead of just cuz I mean realistically eight people could, on EU could have qualified or something and I, I just don't know. Yeah, like they should have I reckon they should have had something a little bit like they should have had the qualifiers like set per region. Right. So I agree. Say there's that tournament in February. Say maybe a week earlier, you had thirty-two US players qualify, say, on each console qualify for like the online tournament. Say like eight Europeans. Everyone mm-hmm. has like their online regional tournaments. And then I don't know, you bring you get down to say eight per console or even four per console. Or say eight total per console and bring the sixteen players together. Like they bring right. sixteen, that's gonna cost. Between all the equipment, it's gonna cost thirty grand for two K. And it probably cost them more to bring on Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell for five minutes each. hundred percent. Then to fly every 100%. single person out and run a big tournament. And the fact is is that more people tuned in to what more people were watching Shake and tuned in to watch Shake and Bake 
when we had Shake on, then tuned in to watch Jason Tatum on 2K stream. It was only when you guys started playing that viewers came in. Like, the viewers were there for you and Splash, not Jason Tatum and Godfrey Mitchell. And that's what I was about to say, because in the 2K community, not to say, like, having those guys on aren't cool. I think it would be cooler in person. Like, when I was at the Globe, was like, they brought on Kareem. Like, that stuff's cool, but it's like, that's not what people are there to watch at the end of the day. Yeah, Yeah, like, um, that's one of the things I don't think 2K even realize it. Like, they'll blow five times the budget of an entire that you could have had an entire like if 2k had a flown every player out say if they even had less players they flew all them out for a big tournament on land they averaged thirty thousand viewers for the entire stream plus you can sell tickets you know yeah. actually get a crowd involved but... yeah but the but they'd rather have the nba players where they might set where they might gain 50 extra viewers right it's like i reckon as mad as it sounds, I reckon the My Team community would get more hyped if they got Dino Raja onto a stream than Donovan Mitchell. Oh, 100%. 100%. Not like, even close. Like, we would all watch if they brought Dino Raja on. Right. Because I, I feel like 2K fails to realize, like, 2K community, most of it, like, yeah, Dino would just be a cool dude to have. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> sorry so yeah the um the 250k it couldn't have really gone much better could it have with you and splash in the finals like for for everybody well for that, all every neutral obviously people lost right lost. Yeah, for <laughs> anyone viewing that was the yeah. best final you probably could have gotten i mean if you'd asked you know the mindset community even at the start of the year that's probably what they would have wanted you know and so as far as just viewership wise and, and what people what's good for the mode in general i mean that's picture perfect big time big time um what was um what was your reaction when you seen splash's notes on the matchup when he put them on twitter the, the crazy thing is i was so stunned because because <laughs> somebody said ty i want to see your notes and i was like what, what, what am i supposed to write down man <laughs> What, what am I supposed to do? Obviously, I have little things, right? He likes to work on the right side of the court. Like, I know, like, some literally things here and there. But at the end of the day, I just, I got to get the ball out of Hondo's hands and those types of things. I, Yeah, he was prepared, to say the least. Yeah. The the splash the splash offense is, have you ever seen the meme where it's like a coach on a drawing board and it's just a picture, <laughs> stick man of a player to the basket? It's like, <laughs> stick man to the basket and just Hondo. <laughs> Either he goes Literally. wide open, either he's wide open for a three point, or if not, to the basket for a goal showtime dunk. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I mean but, that Hondo's different. He's still the best guard on current gen. I stand by that statement. Yeah. Crazy thing is, I got so much heat for not using Hondo or not even locking him in. But <laughs> I, look, he just he doesn't fit my play style. So. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's the mad thing is like it couldn't have been more polar opposites in everything. With you versus Splash. Like, preparation, right. teams you ran, play style. Like, it couldn't have been more polar opposite. And, like, 100%. the worst part about it is is that you have, like, people in the community that no matter who came out on top. So, like, say, if Splash had a one. Like, it could have gone either way. Like, I assume Bodies will right. say that. Right. It could have gone. It was, for anyone who knew both of you guys, it was 50-50. No one was, no one would have put, people were supporting one side. But, like, for me, anyway, I would never side bet on so I never bet against you and I never bet against Splash. So I was like, look, right. this could go either way. But it's like the amount of people I saw were like, oh yeah, it just shows like you can't play this pro-am style in my team. 
I was like, no. Or they were like, you oh did. yeah, splash. They were like splash over, like prepared for it. All. I was like, maybe in hindsight, but it's like if splash right. had have hit two extra shots and ended up winning two nil, it would have been the opposite. Being saying, oh, you didn't prepare enough. You didn't take it seriously. And it's mm-hmm. like it's weird. Like everyone has a kind of different. Everyone has a different style for the game, and everyone has a different thing that gets them locked in. Like, some people are better right. playing on their first game of the day than they are if they play for three hours. And others exactly. might need two hours to warm up, like. And, like, I even remember in preparation, like, Splash was on Twitter saying, like, I've been preparing, like, just went to sleep, and it'd be, like, 6 a.m., and I'm like, two hours later, I'm getting out of bed, ready to record <laughs> videos for today. Like, I've played maybe two or three competitive games a day, but it's like, for me, if my defense is good, I'm going to be good. He missed two threes in the first first game, and I was a little, I was a little stunned. But uh, like we we were all headband came out. I, I I had to try something, man. Jay Jacob predicted it. Jacob called. Yeah, it. he literally said it. He was like side bets on Ty bringing out the headband. headband. Yeah, but like so, I had to, man. Oh, uh, how bad how bad was that half an hour break? Like you just lost yeah, the game where you got screwed, horrible. and then they made you wait a half wait a half an hour for no reason. I think the worst part about it is we they weren't like communicating anything. So like we were just sitting there like and we had to be ready to go, but we didn't know, you know, if if it would be, you know, two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. So that was the worst part about it is they the communication just really wasn't it. They just said stay ready, you know. Uh, imagine how much easier it could all been if they just either flew them out. <laughs> no. Like, obviously, flying them out would make it easier. If they just... Because we all know 2K do giveaways and they put cards on people's accounts. If they had just told you, make a new account and we will send you packs. We will put all the cards and all the shoes on your account. You can use your own PS4. You don't have to use a test kit. You don't have to worry about no shot feedback or potential that's on broadcast cam. (laughs) (laughs) That whole build-up was just ridiculous. You and Splash haven't ran streams before. talking about it. Well, it's just, it was, it was so like, the the problem, the biggest problem I had was it was so delayed. Like we got the test kit. I think it was, I think we got it on Thursday or Friday. I don't remember. We got, and then we were trying to get our hand cam set up the night before trying to get everything set. I was like, man, I'm just want to focus on the game. Like I, I get your Senate. Like I literally had nine boxes in my room of stuff they sent me and I had to send it all back and it was just, it was a headache, but it, look, it is what it is, but. I mean, it was it was not easy. I mean, it was all worth it for that two minutes of crotch cam. Did you see that in the game? <laughs> there was well, I, watched, I watched. I watched it back, and they literally the, the hand cams were on for like, I don't know, not not at all, basically. Yeah. Or at one stage yeah. in the game, they changed the camera to the drive camera, where you couldn't see I your greens, you couldn't oh, see anything. We're like, yeah. we're all just like, what's happening? What's going on in this game right now? The middle that. of game one. Everyone was just going into the 2K like channel and just spamming like fix the cameras. Like <laughs> I don't realize no one wants to watch this like broadcast television style of right. 2K. Just let me see it. Regular camera, let me see the greens. But it was like, I don't want to watch this stuff. They took away the greens as well after I know, after yeah. the first game. After the first game, what? we couldn't see shot feedback right. We're just like we we had to guess by animations if there were greens or not. I think what happened is Splash decided he didn't want to use shot feedback. So they they streamed from my point of view, I think, in game one, and then his point of view in game two, I think. And so he didn't have shot feedback on. So, oh, really? So, yeah, oh, yeah I mean, he, 
Yeah, that's, I think that's what happened. Interesting. That's a really interesting one. I remember I when, when you play without shot feedback. Me neither. But supposedly Splash said, well, I never use it on next gen anyway. So like I was freaking out about it because I need it. And like I didn't know if I could get it. Luckily, like last minute they found a way for me to get it. But I was like, I might have been the difference between we me winning and not a shot feedback. Me figuring that out. But yeah, he I don't know. I could never play without it. Yeah, like I just remember the day before was so funny. Like Splash was in was in freestyle and he's like, My players aren't moving properly, they're not boosting properly. This is day one two K. And definitely, there's stuff in that in that stuff. I'm not gonna say everything, yeah. but it was it was not the same. It was not the same. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, it was just it is what it is, though. But you know what? Like it came. The games were good anyway. Um, it was a situation where it was a show. There was like between my stream. I think at one stage, Isaac. I think had like four point something k. I was on like 12k nearly. And then so I can't remember someone else had like a thousand. So like we were crazy. nearly at like 17k on watch parties just for that. Which was Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. But that's um, crazy just to think about, but Yeah, so back when uh when you started, did you just start playing my team in 2K19? Or were you playing before that? So 2K17 is when I first kind of got into the competitive scene. Cause I remember Brown Boy and Jin. They'd always, I'd wager them. They'd beat me most of the time. But um, I played a little bit. It wasn't that big back then, but I played a little bit back then when, like, you had to on-ball and wagers yeah. and stuff. Um, but then 2K19, um, going going into 2K19, 2K, and at 2K18, I played Pro-M, and, and we were in some pretty competitive tournaments. So the league was a thing, and then 250K was a thing. And I was like, I'm just going to pick one. So I picked, you know, let's try for the league, whatever. I didn't that didn't work out for me because I 2k19 I just I wasn't very good at pro-am and so then after I remember it was over Christmas break and my and my brother Nate obviously um he ripped a bunch of packs on my team because supposedly packs were juiced I don't know looking back on it <laughs> probably not look at look, look at that packs, I don't know. Are, packs never are never juiced, juiced. <laughs> I don't know it's like diamond Kevin Durant or something I don't know looking back on it, it, it probably not but hey, that's what he said and, and look I started playing a mode and it, it just it kind of grew on me. I just fell in love with my team once again, and then I started streaming and just kind of went from there. Yeah, like I, that was the most that was kind of just the most mental thing because, like, obviously, like I was running MTR at the time, and there was kind of the everyone kind of knew most people in the competitive. Like you would assume that in almost every tournament, the finalists would be Valor, Crypto, Shump if he played Jin. Brown boy, if he played, you would assume that those guys would always be kind of getting to the far in tournaments. And then there was this one random, tur there was this one tournament from Valor that I don't know. I just happened to stumble across it on Twitter, and they were like, "The winner is two. Are you two old? You two old Valor, and then two old Crypto." I was like, "And the winner is this Ty Debo guy." I was looking at the results, like you've won every game by double digits. So I literally messaged you because I was running it. Uh, invitational mm -hmm. term. I messaged you and was like, dude, do you want to just play? <laughs> Watch you play. I was like, is this guy? I messaged like, I was like, is this guy actually good? <laughs> or what's going on? <laughs> so, yeah, the Valor tournament was just kind of the first thing that competitive thing that I played in uh, tournament wise because I didn't play in 250 that year, obviously. And obviously, I played like some sweaty unlimited games. But yeah, shout out Valor for running that tournament. Some super competitive people were in that tournament. Like you said, Crypto and some other people like that. I think Smooth was in there. Um, so, so just some competitive people and just kind of allowed me to get my, 
not get my name out there, but allow me to kind of start this competitive my team journey. Yeah, like that summer was kind of was kind of a mad one in terms of competitive my team, especially for you. And I'm I'm gonna apologize, man. I put a target on your back, <laughs> Jesus. Like, like I can like I can guarantee you about eighty percent of that hate was um hate that people hated me and they just directed at you because I was just trying to push you as this unbeatable person. Because I was waiting in fairness, I wasn't waiting for you to lose. I was like, okay, this guy's playing in all our tournaments. Because when there is this like aura of somebody being like the final boss of my team that there's unbeatable, more people are gonna be interested in watching. Right. So that's what Absolutely. I was trying to push. I was like, look, at the time my like there was no real big competitive my team players. So mm -hmm. I was like, look what if it's a lot easier for me to market this tournament as nobody has beaten this guy yet? Is he as good as everyone says? Can't like, and then putting in certain restrictions, like can he play under these restrictions and stuff? And then what I didn't realize was, is that like I was running the terms. I didn't know really any, any of the people in the park community and the, or not the park community, in the comp community and the attitudes of the people. I didn't realize that I was just literally putting a gigantic target on you. <laughs> they they hated it like not not that they hated it they they not that they hated me but it'd be like now let's say somebody came in the, in the competitive scene and just started beating me beating isaac beating Jin, beating all the competitive people we wouldn't like it either so it's i i, I totally get it but yeah you yeah, would that summer was crazy you wouldn't but i think there would be there's they were a lot more malicious towards you than they would be for example if someone new comes up now like, for Definitely example, last year, agree. if Seamars if had... Like, Seamars made the final of the biggest MTM against you. Like, say if Seamars had went and beat you, and then there was another tournament later on in the year, and Seamars beat everybody again. Like, I don't mm -hmm. think there would be as much from the competitive community tearing him down, rather than saying... I think now it's more if someone's going and beating everyone, they're like, okay, I want to beat him. And back right. then, it was like, these people, at the time, like, they weren't as good as you they sat back waiting for somebody to beat you even though it wasn't going to be them and they were just wait praying on somebody to beat you like right and i remember when goggles beat me like everybody was like i knew this dude was not that they called me like a fraud but like and that was with the whole play with friends like it was just crazy like how many different people said how many different things I, I, it was just crazy to me but looking back on it it was all good in retrospect because yeah. a lot of like you know for for me and just kind of building what what i have yeah like to be fair like being able to get through that you have to develop a thick enough skin that nothing else is really it's like i've never seen anything like it before and i don't think we'll see anything like it again like the amount of hate the amount of hate just for no reason it's like every time you won it was a different excuse it was like he had ben he had, he had ben simmons and no one else he had the best team <laughs> Right. And then it was he only won because it was Player Friends. He couldn't beat Goggles on Superstar. Then it was he's Yanis made. Then it was oh he can't play an on ball and he won KOK and it was his, he only won because he had Yanis. It's like he won with five different restrictions every term. And then it was just a different excuse every time. He won't be good in twenty was another one. Right, and I remember the last the last tournament Splash, I played Splash and he like beat me by fifteen in game one and then in game two I moved Shaq to my backup point guard. <laughs> And then, and then I got so much hate because I, I took game two and game three, but I got so much hate for it. it, it it's just, I had fun with it, but man, it, people, people just yeah. were, 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 were crazy. Uh, just, um, just kind of touching on the whole, on 
like unbeatable aura thing. I remember last year you had a a record up on your stream of the last time you lost an unlimited game. Can you remember what you ended that at before you actually lost? I remember. I know that got crazy high at one point. I remember. I think it was five hundred or six hundred. Uh, but it's just crazy <laughs> to think that I played that many games of unlimited in a month. Like. We, no, we weren't allowed to leave our insane, we weren't allowed to leave our houses. Though. We can't forget that we were not. We were well. We myself and Dale still aren't because we live in Ireland. But no one in the world was allowed to leave their houses in April of 2020. It's true. I, I don't know. I just I feel like when 12 of those were popping, like they were popping, like the Glen Rice month. I don't know, but yeah, that's literally what I what I lived in is unlimited. Yeah. Uh, like that was that was kind of crazy. But one good thing is that the competitive 2K maybe. Because I'm not in any way involved in it. It doesn't seem to be as toxic as it used to be. But I don't think it is. And, and a lot of it, I just feel like, is because, not, not that everybody is like necessarily friends with each other, but I feel like as far as just like respect for each other, like even with me and Splash, you know, no matter who wins it, either one of us knows that we know each other are, you know, are really like that. So I just feel like just from like a re respect standpoint, it's it's not nearly as toxic as it once was yeah i think there's a lot there's a lot more maybe not competitive players at your level but there's a lot more the level like just below you than there used to be because it used to be like guys like at your level shum's level would beat everybody by 40 points and now so many I, people are now watching competitive my team they're learning all the tips and they're playing they're sweating the game non-stop for seven months and they're doing that and they're getting close to that level so there's just kind of a lot more and a lot of the guys coming up have watched the likes of you. They watch the likes of Splash try to emulate that. So it's a little right. bit different than kind of primitive stages of Sweat My Team. Because like before 2K19, everyone was playing on ball. Like no, I'm mm. going to say is nobody was good before 2K19. Right. Exactly right. But um, I, feel like I've, I feel like the on ball thing has just kind of changed. Yeah. Like you said, 19 was the first, was that, that was the first 250K year, right? Yeah. So that maybe, maybe that's what changed it. But I don't know. Yeah, because it used to be that these tournaments, every ter competitive tournament would have their rules and they would all be on ball only. So everyone was just used to playing on ball, but there was no rules in 250k. So everyone figured out some sort of bait defense, but the bait defense at the time was like the most basic bait defense ever. It was like, try to leave a passing lane open and jump a passing lane, not full court press, sending doubles and rotating everywhere around the floor, which is the way it is right now for almost everybody. So like I right. reckon if most of us played our like 2K19 selves, even in 2K19, we'd probably win by 40. Right. I agree. I definitely agree. Because like I think that like the way rotation and baits were, I think that's why in 2K19 no one really knew how to play against you, because your defense was just different. It wasn't just kind of the normal bait and you were like playing all these mad passing lanes and kind of doing a lot of other stuff like that. And you were just literally pressing turbo and Euro Stefan with Yanis. <laughs> I had a unique play style, to say the least. Yeah. Speed, speed crossover the halfway line to glitch past someone's feet. Get to the elbow, right step, left step, layup or dunk. Man, Euro step Giannis, man. Rest in peace. I love that yeah. thing, man. He, he might be the best card in 2K history. That Giannis. That Giannis. He has to be. He like... He, he legitimately has to be. That dude was unstoppable. There's no way better than Yao Ming. Like, he came out in March, though. And yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think I think in the KO, I think in the KOK finals versus Lucker, I might have had 72 with him. I think, <laughs> if I remember, I don't know. All oh I know God. is that he, Giannis could do it all. 
Like, I remember when I ran a tournament, it was like a salary cap thing, but like rubies were zero. And you would score like 85% of your points with Giannis. <laughs> exactly. You don't need nobody else. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was kind of funny back then. So, um, cha- cha- a bit of a change of topic for uh, a little bit of a break from 2K. Are you going to be watching the Jake Paul fight tonight against Ben Askren? I, I, I would not. I, 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 I'll say this. I might end up watching it. Like when I see some stuff on Twitter, but I, I, the last, the last play I watched was like the Nate Robinson one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was bad. That, that was bad. Anyone who thought Nate Robinson wasn't going to get knocked out knows nothing about fighting. And it's like Nate Robinson didn't spar anybody. He showed training footage of him punching a bag. He's like, yeah, Jake Paul is literally been in like two professional fights uh, is getting knocked out in training but every you week. can't even say he's been in like technically they're professional fights but he, he's so far he's fought a basketball player and ksi's little brother i'm not i'm not saying that but like with the gib fight like the train <laughs> the training that they've done he's trained like he's training for a professional fight he's not he may not he probably isn't good enough to be like a professional fighter but he's training like that now he oh, now he's fighting an actual fighter who can't Does punch. Not know how to throw a punch, <laughs> like. But um, so we are now we are segueing. This is this is the topic. <laughs> we need we are we are putting together the two K community boxing card. What we are putting the two K community boxing card. So we are hypothetically hypothetical boxing card. This is not going to happen. We're the not hypothetical boxing one. card. So who? Who we think we can not, and we will be talking about who we think we can hypothetically knock out in the community. <laughs> okay, give give me an. I'll start it. So one of you guys give me a name, and I'll give. I'll tell you guys whether I one would I fight them, two would I knock them out. I do. Uh, Ty, you're the same height as me, aren't you? I'm six one, six two. You say yeah. Uh, yeah you you might have you you might have an arm. You were a quarterback. You don't have a bit what of power. Yeah, Ty will cock that back. <laughs> any, exper- any experience in fighting? None. Combat sports. What do you weigh? I'm 70. He's really thinking about this. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon I could take you. Well, we wouldn't be in the same weight. We wouldn't be in the same weight class. Like, I'm like 205. We wouldn't be in the same weight yeah. class, but... To kind of go about... I would not... I would not... I would not fight DBG, no. <sighs> That's his, that's his I, I, wouldn't, I, would, I wouldn't box a lot of people in the community, though, just because of my fighting experience. Ty, Ty versus Nate, who wins? Ooh. That's the question I want to know the answer to. Well, I think I think because I got the reach, I'd have an advantage, but that's 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 a good question. What height is Nate? Six foot. Six foot. Uh, so you're 6'1", you're six aren't you? 6'1", six 6'2", six yeah. What's the, wing, I, what's the wingspan? I feel like my wingspan probably. I don't, I've never. I haven't measured it, but I would guess like six four probably. I I don't know. Okay, I'm 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 good. Mine's like six 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 seven, so I'm good. I'm good with that one. Oh my! <laughs> Talk about a two K wingspan. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's <laughs> but um, I know. My dream. My dream fight. If there was like, if there was any sort of like weird undercard, like too hyper on some boxing event, I would speak it into existence to get a DBG versus HDB fight on the undercard. That would be insane. That would be insane. Like, I wonder I wonder how much power he has, because he's a big guy. Like, have you seen pictures of him at the gym? I see, yeah, I see I see some pictures he posts on Twitter. He's yeah. a big he's a big guy. That would be a really, really interesting one. Because I reckon we're probably 
he has a lot more muscle than I do. But like as a shot putter, with the amount of like explosion and power training, basically punching that I've done, I reckon I still try to harder punch. But that would be that would be some oh, serious fight. I would pay a lot of money to see that. I ain't gonna Pe- see people. Would, people would like if you, if there's any some random investor wants to throw in a lot of money into this fight, I'll. <laughs> I'd gladly do it. Hey, I could go for a 2k boxing event. Like, I'm not gonna speak lie. Speak it into existence, Speak it into man. existence, yeah. Oh, there'll be, there'll be interesting ones, like... Splat, Splash knocking out Carlo round one. We were discussing that one last night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, the people's champ, man. Carlo... Splash. I feel like Carlo put in the work. You... Do you, so you really think... a good boxing coach. How long, how long do you think Carlo lost with Splash now? seconds i feel like carlo's coming out there you know you think he's not standing a chance he dances around the ring for five rounds like he's slide come on dale <laughs> oh. i'm telling you man we'll be sleeping on carlo to be to be fair carlo went from losing by 100 to you to nearly qualifying for 250 they would you want about jump? they would you want about carlo he be he's beat some dudes this year in like in in players lounge tournaments and stuff too. So he's no. there's only two versions of Carlo. There's comp Carlo, and there's I started playing the game yesterday, Carlo. Hundred percent. He's either gonna lose I, by one hundred or he's gonna lose. He's gonna be close. Right. So true. Because even I think it was last year I played him and he played smart in one of the games, and then the other game he was down thirty-seven to two or something. So yeah. you know you're exactly right. Yeah, so, okay, so the card we have so far, we got Carlo versus Splash, we got DBG versus HDB, we got Ty versus Nate. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, let's get, let's get a five, let's get a five card. Let's get, let's get two, let's get two more, let's get two more for the, the My Team card. Like, all I'm saying is, I would not, the one person I would not fight is Troy Dan. I don't know, you were saying, Dale, you were saying he has experience in fighting and he's a big guy as well. I he is that. he is a little bit smaller like, like i've i've stood beside him he's only about i reckon maybe five nine five ten so he's a bit smaller than me but uh the, the fighting experience is the i mean in an, in, in an mma style tournament i think tridon's running the floor like oh yeah definitely you got anyone's beat him. all right so yeah. a little bit different though yeah, all right but... denver who would denver fight ybc that's a good one. That's a good one. Den- I would, Who are you putting would, money on? That one. Denver. I'm going Denver as well. Where are you going, Dale? Go oh, YBC, just because you both went Denver. Any any reason for that? Denver. Numbers, just, I, I feel like that'd be a scrappy fight, though. You know, I think Denver's got the energy. Wild though. punches. Denver has Denver has energy. I feel like Denver's a dude I wouldn't want to fight just cause, just because of that. Like I don't I don't know what to expect out of Denver, man. No, one thing I will say about Denver is he's you can tell he's one of those people that can go to like a different place in their head and channel <laughs> some like unbelievable energy. Like how you can do so many twenty four hour streams as he has to like after about ten hours. That's where you're like, look, do I want to end this? I have to push through, and he does this so often. He has to be able to go into that different place in his mind where the only thing that matters is the angle. Like I'm, there are not many people that I would bet if training. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against Denver in that. Oh, Denver over YBC definitely. It would headline the two K card though. It'd be like a Agent Zero versus Ronnie. Someone or... versus Ronnie. 
<laughs> we gotta get Ronnie in a box screen. Yeah, but like no, no one. In, in fairness, no one in the my team community would would do that. Would that would none of that would make sense. We don't we don't have any real disdain for Ronnie. Sorry, this <laughs> true. Like he's he's done some questionable things, but there's no real. I don't think there's any hatred from most no. people towards him. No. Well, to I be feel like you know who I feel like would be. Are we a good fighter? I feel like Phantoms has got fight in him. Obio, that, yeah. That's I feel not, like Obio's no, got some I'll fight take, in him. I'll take him. Like he he's just gotten he's just gotten in decent shape. Ovo versus Ambish. Ovo versus Ambish. <laughs> we need that would be a. That would be a, a nice one to see. I don't know where I would take in that one. I'm taking I'm taking OVO in that. Just feel like OVO has just got, he's got a big, the fight in him. He's honestly. a big guy. He is a big guy. And, and like I be I be watching his stream sometimes, and he has good energy too. Uh, yeah. Like you could just you could just I don't know. I feel like some people just give off the energy vibe, like, and he's got it. Yeah. Yeah, so that would be a that'd be an interesting one. All the energy in the world doesn't matter the first time you get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's like who can take a punch? It's true. And I People assume change when they get punched. Yeah. I assume there's there's probably I can guarantee you we get I can guarantee you we get random tweets of some person that someone like, I don't know, maybe two K fitness is a fighter or something, or someone we've never heard of is like this borderline professional boxing you're like i'll take anyone the he's like you probably you definitely would <laughs> we're talking about hypotheticals based on how yeah. someone looks behind the camera <laughs> this hypothetical situation might just start a bunch of call out tweets though of course that's, why, that's why this hypothetical situation is being talked about <laughs> yeah right if it, the leads, ball rolling. if it leads to something hey man i'll watch <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I would watch it a heartbeat. The worst, the only thing that I'm worried about, that the reason why I'm suggesting all of this stuff is that if if any, if there is any like backlash from this, because I hope that anyone that's been mentioned or anyone listening knows that this is all just hypothetical situations as a joke, because stuff like this in the 2K community, the amount of people that would take this seriously is crazy. Like, it's 100%. Just, like the amount is just mad, just mad stuff. But um, yeah, we spent about 30, 40 minutes, Dale, talking about this last night. This is this was the topic. In fairness, it was it was a lot of it going through, clicking on my team and looking through all the channels, typing it in, and discussing each person's name and whether we think we would beat them in a fight or knock them out. Actually, intriguing. Like, I, if you go through like. Just looking at each and every person, like I, I know the majority of the my team community. I would not want to fight them. That's that's just me. Because there's some dudes, like there's some guys in the community that are just, like you said, like two K Fitness, yeah. and there's so many other people that are just like, oh no, there are so there are so many that like I would be like, look, you you got it, you got it. <laughs> so, but even, there are there are a lot of a lot of the big names. Thankfully, aren't in a aren't in those. So. In terms right. of things that will get clicks onto whatever I decide to title this clip, um, this clip on the channel, I wouldn't mind. Like that would be a fun one. The Henry won't be fun because he's a bit. He's a big guy. He's a. I'd be the underdog in that one. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. It would be intriguing though. Uh, yeah. I'm not counting you out, but 
Never, would, never bet against an Irish person in the fight. That's just hey, never like bet you against said, an Irish don't, person. Don't bet against me. Don't bet against Splash, and don't bet against DBG in a fight. Yeah. But All uh, that alcohol, you can't feel pain anymore. I know, like, I'm actually. How many months am I off the beer? I haven't drank. I've drank four times in the last year. That's because we've been stuck inside. Yeah, I was on. Maybe three times a week before wow. before everything shut down. It's crazy. The, it's fu- just... the funny thing is that's not crazy for a college student in Ireland. But three times, three just... times a week would be l- a l- not a lot at all for a college student here. <laughs> that's almost. Like, uh... like... Go ahead, Dale. I was gonna say, like for a lot of college students, that is well below average. <laughs> I'm just saying, like the the change from three times a week to four times a year is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah yeah to be fair i just i just drink as a i used to finish what i used to end up doing was i would finish my videos at like half 11 midnight i would pour out like 200 mils of vodka and some like either like do you have things that you put in water to make it taste like my wadi do you have that in america like what is it you know those flavor, little, flavor um, like, uh, yeah, packets. the flavor packets? Yeah, we got those. Yeah, yeah basically like something like that. I would put 200 mils of vodka, right, 300 mils of water, or 250, 300 mils of water, and something to flavor it. And in the 10-minute taxi from my house to wherever we were going, I'd have all that drank. And within 15 <laughs> minutes, I'd be just gone. And that was three times a week, like. That was, uh, that was pretty bad. And then I would wake up, either go to college, or roll out of bed to start recording videos like i I was in a bad bad way actually no that was before teaching started i was in a bad way in my last semester in college i was kind of like a lot i feel like a lot of college kids are kind of like that though not not like three times a week but a lot of college kids you know yeah that's what they do so but it's it's so funny like my biggest pet peeve are the people that are like that they'll be online being like, oh yeah, you do this, 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 and you can be a millionaire by 30. Buy my course. <laughs> it's just like, oh. So yeah, that's right. where you make, you make your money from convincing people to buy your course, not because you actually do anything. And it's like, I hate it when people are like, especially social media, they've like normalized people having their lives together in their 20s. And like some people do. Like, I both, like obviously you were very, like, you were in a position where you won 300 grand playing the game and you've managed to build a good, very good career content creation. Like I'm, I tripped and fell into being a content creator. Like, um, I don't even have anywhere near the talent you do, but it's like for 99.9% of people in their twenties, they're not going to have a clue. Even in their thirties, they're not going to have a clue what they're doing with their lives. Right. And I, I feel like, that's something like I've noticed a lot. Like even with my friends, are talking to people that go to college. Like they don't even know what they're like yeah. they're majoring in, and, and but they don't even know if that's what they want to do. And but yeah, it's it's just sad to see like some like kind of not the expectation, but a lot of people like feel like feel like they need to figure it out at by a certain point or whatever. When that's not the case, a big time like the fact that almost everyone that we're all talking to either hasn't a clue, doesn't know what they want to do. Heck. I know some people in their 30s that don't really know what they want to do and it's like the fact that social media has made it so that a lot of people think there's something wrong 
with not knowing, right. not having any sort of a time there in their mid twenties or they're 27 and they're like, I don't have my dream job. I don't make six figures a year. There's some, I'm doing something wrong when in reality, like, no, you're just in the, you're just normal. Like that's what I just, and again, just kind of your own time. Like there's no rush in anything in life. That's just one of my like biggest pet hates because especially most of those people that are there trying to convince others they should have their life by 23 are only doing it so that they can sell some sort of course to people. Exactly. Like I even like, yeah, you just see things pop up all the time. Like do this, 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 but it's like, there's no, there shouldn't be any like set thing or set expectation. Yeah. Big time. So speaking of that Dogecoin, either you guys have any money in it? Uh, no. And here's the sad part. I invested about a hundred dollars in it when it was three cents. Took it out when it was five cents. <laughs> <laughs> it like, happened to uh, Jacob as well. He put a couple of hundred in it, sold it when he when it went up like I don't know whatever price. And if he had sold it like yesterday, he would have made like multiple thousands. I, yeah, and that's where I'm at. It's like I would have literally. <sighs> It's, it is what it is, but it's just kind of sad. I'm, uh... I'm just going to say one thing. With anyone who may, who's investing in Dogecoin, you know the way most people invest in a company expecting the company to do well? You are investing in Dogecoin because Dogecoin will never have any use. You are investing in a meme. You are investing in whether or not the internet community is going to pump it as a meme. You're investing in whether Elon Musk tweets about it because Dogecoin will never have a use. You are literally investing in whether the meme will take off or not. Like that's yeah, the invest, you're investing in a meme. You're not investing in a cryptocurrency. And I feel like a lot of times, like after it gets a bunch of attention, it's like too late. Like if you invest at like oh one hundred three, if you invest at three cents, okay, what, what do you really got to lose? Whereas now it's you know it's way higher. So that's the only thing. Yeah, I think it might go. I think it might go down to like two three cent again when people realize that it's just a meme. And it doesn't actually, it will never have a use. Right. But, um, speaking of investments, how's Topshot going? <laughs> how's that LeBron investment coming along? Let me go check what he's at right now, bro. Like, I just, I, I, like, here's my thing. I like, a lot of people take risks, like Bitcoin, right? People take risks and that went to the moon. I was like, you know what? This might go to the moon. My Braun didn't go to the moon, man. <laughs> About half the value I bought him for, man. You bought you <laughs> bought it during peak meme. Like, and it, but, oh. but, but you never know. Yeah. It could have blown up even more. Did it go up at all? Did you buy it at its peak or did it go up at all? It went up about 3,000 more and then it went down. So oh. I could have spent more. Just hold hey, I'm, 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 I'm gonna hold yeah there's no point, point selling it now <laughs> yeah like, if, the, the, if it's gonna go up it'll go up like if the lakers win a championship or something you know and the one thing that's what i'd be holding now for the one thing i'll say is if nfts do take over or take off whether it's five ten years because you got in like the first batch of the nfts like that could be worth a serious and, and my thing was like i'm just gonna go with lebron because i mean He's obviously the biggest name that we have, so it is what it is. Yeah. The worst thing about Top Shot is your your uh, inventory's public, so you can't even hide if those investments are going well or not. I know. It's, it's sad. 
people be gonna have it a keen eye on all those. Yeah. Literally. I know. They know it all. I know. I someone... never got into it. Like everyone was gassing it up, and I was just like, this just doesn't sound like something I care did, about. Did they hit you up for a sponsorship tie? Like before it all took off. It did like two or three months before. Yeah. yeah. I was literally about to do one, and I was getting contact with them, and then it took off. Remember when it took off in like three days? It went. Yeah. I, it took on like three days. They messaged me back, and they were like, "Yeah, sorry, we've uh, we've had some um, strange occurrence in the company, and we do not know what way we want to go with our advertising. We will get back to you." <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy because they like I was on like the, a phone call with them, but I was like so like skeptical of NFTs. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a, I thought it was a fucking scam. Like I'm gonna when I was like reading up about it before this all took off, and they were like, "This this is probably like Jan- January, maybe like when about a month yeah, before it took off." Like January, yeah. Yeah, like it's probably a, around a month before it took off, but they, I reckon they probably they got onto so many people, and I was just looking at, it, I was like, this can't. Did they show you the Tyler Hero video? <laughs> so like, I don't remember. I think I honestly think they contacted me before January. Like I think it, it might, might have been December. Been like, yeah, I don't know, but I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was. They, like they sent me a link to some video. It's like we are endorsed by Tyler Hero, and it's like. A video of just like a black screen and it's Tyler Hero clearly reading off a piece of paper. <laughs> I um I think that NBA top shot will be a very good thing in the future. <laughs> I was looking, I was like, no way is this a real thing. <laughs> like and now it's now it's obviously at one stage it did go to the moon. <laughs> it did and, and I feel like Top Shot, not that it will, but um it, it just all depends on NFTs. It really does. I, I don't know. Yeah. Were they the first one to do that? At a large scale, yeah, they were probably they were the first big one, yeah. Mm. No, actually, there's some I art- like a lot of a lot of sports are. There's a lot of NFT artists, I think, isn't there? There's a lot of like artists who are selling their like stuff on NFT by NFT at the mm-hmm. minute. I think that's where it started off, and then obviously Top Shot started from that. But yeah, I've, I'm very much like, I hate I hate gambling. I hate taking risks. Like I will take the lowest risk hey. ever. Like I, all my investments are in like the lowest risk, lowest reward type things. There are like if, if it beats long term bonds that give you like yeah. five hundred euro in about ten years. Yeah, if it beats, if it beats inflation, I'm happy. Basically, <laughs> that's all I'm going for. Right. Um, but yeah, so we're on to the last part of it. So, which is the overrated uh, versus un or underrated section. We've been doing this in all of the podcasts. So first, we have got. No money squads. Dale, I'll give you the first chance answer. Well, they're definitely underrated, like, because I think so many people think you need to spend money on this game to, like, be good and have a good team. But now, like, the the whole no money spent thing is a lot more popularized lately because everyone, like, who creates content has their no money spent series and i think this is easily the best year of your no money spent as well like the amount of free content this year has been absolutely ridiculous yeah tight i think underrated as well like i i just feel like like even the jaron jackson jr we got the other day like just i mean he's say what you want about that he's better he, than any card in the past he's as good he's almost as good as d-rob He's he is. I was about to say that in one of my videos. Now Cream will probably not, but he's he's up there and even like the Clyde we got a while ago. I mean, there's so many there's so many opportunities for people who are no money spent. And I do I do like the just YouTubers doing no money spent series. Obviously, I just like promoting uh, you know, not spending money. So it's it's weird now that it's like 
It's like kind of the opposite in FIFA. Like if you're playing like FIFA, it's actually kind of going a little bit towards the way it is in 2K. Like everyone just wants like the new 99 overall card. And you probably see it in gameplays. Nobody cares about the 99 overalls anymore, do they? Really? Not as, not like, as much. Like, no. like, you, the, fr- like the free playing? gameplays, the, 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 the game on gameplays, the free cards do the best. Yeah, like my views are tanking on gameplays for any of like the 99 cards. Like last year I was averaging 40, 50k. This year I'm averaging like 12k. But if I do a free card gameplay, man, it's like 30,000, 40,000 views minimum. It doesn't even the card could suck. I mean, you're still getting 30,000. You're still getting a lot more. I feel like a lot of that has to do with just your channel and the audience you've built too, right? Because I mean, even when you like you do your worth it vids, you're always most excited about, you know, those types of cards too, which is is a good thing too. But I think this year the mid-tier cards are so much closer to the top tier. 100%. And 100%. it's one of those funny ones is that, like, we now all assume if there's a player that's in packs that we've never heard of that he's going to be a demon. Literally. No, you just know you know when that second vault update hits, it's just going to be the best card in the game. <laughs> yeah. That's how he, Terry, how he Terry, Terry Kermit Ferry. <laughs> Terry, Danny, like, it's, it's genuinely... The RNG cards this year are just easily the best cards in the game that's just another no money spent thing you know yeah uh fairies fairies mental like, no money spent I, but a whole lot of time spent. i don't even know i don't even know if fairy exists man i don't <laughs> I, I, so i play on cmar's account on playstation and tournaments he's played over 600 games for him too it's C- like come back come back when you hit 900 come back when you hit 900. on cmar's account oh the nine the 900 games for Terry Dishinger has to be like I thought it was like I actually kind of wanted to go as long as possible without Terry because it was funny those videos were so funny like say I play whatever, I play like 50 games during the week but I would play like 50 games save all the vaults and have like a mental breakdown on stream that I'm not getting Terry and I've played so many games or not stream on video and like it's so funny the amount of comments I think I was serious through all that as well is hilarious it's like I just feel like, again, that's just like something like a lot of people ha- are, we're struggle getting Terry. So, you know, they, they, they love those types of videos yeah. too, but. Oh, big time. That big Terry time. grind was hell. I played for 18 hours straight to get him. Like, just to think like, obviously, that night. <laughs> obviously my math isn't exactly right, but I think for Terry it was like 360 games on average. Like that's so much time. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it just was, it was just it's absolutely bad. crazy. But yeah, I made, I milked that for all it was worth. Like, yeah, you, I was like, okay, I can either get, I can either get Terry for a gameplay, or I can make about seven different videos about how I'm taking so much time to not get Terry. Like, right. Uh, but like those videos are funny. It's funny how they people take them seriously. Like, like even um, even the wager t- type thing that we played. It- the amount of people that took what we were saying as serious, they were like, oh, DBG's called out Ty, and I'm like, I've wagered my beard. <laughs> Versus Iverson. Right. Like, what? Like, no monetary anything is... Yeah. And I was like, my beard was getting so out of control, and I was just like, I am quite clearly want to shave. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I was just like... Because I remember you came to my stream, the first thing was, I was like, my beard versus your Yanis. And then it was like, no, no, my beard versus Iverson on the court. This could be even funnier. Right. The meme. <laughs> the meme. You should have been more specific, though. Like, been like, you have to have Iverson on your court in 
every tournament you play. Like the mind games, if you had actually won that. Oh. Ty has to load into an MTM final with AI on the center court. Yeah, I just don't know if I could have done that. But that that worked so well because obviously, like it's it's now it's now a meme. Like, like if you're ever really stuck for content, you can just. Thanks. It's like when everyone has it in their back pocket when they're really stuck for content. Okay, I went back to two K twenty. On a really bad mm -hmm. day, we all have that video in our back pocket. Like, you now have the, I used Alan Iverson. 30,000 <laughs> views, like. Like, those those meme things are, those meme things are great. And it's like, there's so much, like, shade. Like, either, one, again, another reason why I muted everyone on Twitter is, like, you see so much shade being, like, it's like, oh, yeah, um, I wish I could shave and make, like, five videos out of it. And I'm like, it's just a meme. Like, right. it's, you can, and if, if you can convince people to watch it's entertaining for them it's funny for, right. it's funny for me so at the end of the day what your job is is to entertain and if yeah. people like watching it then you, oh why would you not if uh, you're just being smart but yeah so many people are just like like that but it is what it is 100 for sure it's like even with the memes when we're doing tier lists like like you can tell like obviously like i don't hate ben wallace as much as i seem to hate Ben Wallace. you don't hate alan iverson but the meme will live the meme will forever live on Mm -hmm. the meme will forever live on like um but yeah i won't like i'm just waiting for pokashevsky though that's that's the new meme if we get in favorites yeah that has to come on friday they made no money they need, to, they need to make up for the uh you know, the money they lost out on arguably this yeah, week. Next, this friday gonna be crazy it really is yeah they gotta try to drag everyone back from MLB. Yeah, like, right. like nobody, nobody cares about like they. But it's so funny. Like we've been saying it for weeks. And we were like, nobody cares about Idols 2K. Please do not drop Idols on a Friday. No one's gonna open the packs. They go and drop uh, Idols on Friday, and I can guarantee you, nobody opened those packs. No. And they think no. it's like a hyped set, but it's just it, it is like in the first I'd say couple of months of the game because they're generally like some of the best cards, but. Right. As the as the time goes on, like no one cares about idols. Yeah, I think we just got so many unbelievable hype sets this year that like we we barely even care about Flash anymore. It's just they released the one to two glitch players. It's just we've gotten so many unbelievable promos and mm -hmm. in retro and out of position. Retro now we're gonna get fan is favorites. Arguably the best idea they've probably ever had besides like, like seasons. I feel like retro is always my favorite drops, but yeah. Yeah, like this is like, like it. It touches the nostalgia factor, right? right. Like, yeah, all these cards that you remember using. Oh, exactly. big time! There like, will be a goat, yeah, in like the very last one, but he won't obviously. Point. Like, they like, need to make won't point be a curry slide or anything. They so. need to make two K nineteen point guard Giannis as a retro card. They do. Because no, there is not one person in the world who did not run <laughs> that card a point guard. Right. Okay, so next we have got overrated, underrated, Showtime. Knew this one was gonna be in here. <laughs> Tight, you're up. Underrated, not even close. <laughs> underrated, Dale. I was saying overrated. I don't care. I know it's effective, and you get team takeover and like three dunks, but I just hate running to the rim every possession. So I'm sticking with overrated. I think I think if I'm being like specific, I think the 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 gold versus like when people are like, oh, this card doesn't have half showtime, he's unusable. I think that's a bit of a stretch. 
like I, I don't know how much difference half versus gold makes but when people start saying stuff like that i'm just like i, I don't know that makes the card unusable yeah i i think it all depends on whose hands it's in in your hands showtime obviously the way you play is huge if you're splash showtime's huge well when he was playing because he was getting so many showtime dunks because people were having to double them coming off screens but like i have i have not been team taked against once playing um unlimited this year like i've not had someone team take on me once this year because maybe it's because i play really slow but right. nobody's i think in a competitive setting maybe especially when it's two of the best players in the world because you guys the way you guys play you don't give up threes so showtime mm -hmm. kind of kind of negates that fact like it's something that's kind of um something that plays on from that but in a random unlimited game the fact is that like 95 percent of our viewers not only are they not like competitive players that like they wouldn't even be like 75 percent unlimited players win rate so like the fact that guys that aren't going to ever use showtime are talking about showtime like a card's unusable it's a little bit like guys that they're like oh yeah steady makes a card unusable it's like well you, you just probably you just probably not great yes it's a negative but like it doesn't you can still use a card with steady but like from, shot. but from your perspective i would 100 percent say in a competitive setting yeah hall of fame showtime and everybody's kind of important right. okay so. i mean in a comp setting like you want all the half badges you can get anyway but that one definitely helps but it's funny. half heart crusher it's funny how different the game is in a competitive setting than an unlimited setting even if two people even if the same two people are playing against each other in a best of three series versus if they randomly match up in a limited, how different the games are going to be like. Right. All right, I've got this one. Pro-Am as practice for my team. Because I know so many Pro-Am guys that are basically, that say because they're Pro-Am guys, they're automatically better at my team. Than a my team player. I'll let you go first on this one, Dave. I got to think. I mean, I kind of lean towards underrated because I think to an extent playing Pro-Am would make you like better at 2K as a whole. I agree. Because you see you see every defense people can throw at you. You're going to learn to read lanes because like generally the point guards play to a pretty high level so they know where to dot, who to dot, how to dot, like so I think in some ways it does make you a much better player if you play at a high level. Like, you know from, yeah. like, us practicing yeah, for FIBA, if you just go into that public matchmaking, nah, those yeah. people are very bad, <laughs> usually. I'm going to say, over, like, it's overrated in a way and underrated in a way. Like, it's underrated as in people that don't know anything about Pro-Am don't realize that a lot of these Pro-Am guys, I get how much the game mode helps. But it's also a bit overrated because I know a lot of Pro-Am guys that think because their sweat's a Pro-Am, they don't even need to practice and they could just come over to my team and beat everybody in my team when that's not really the case. Right. I think for me, it's overrated. Um, just as just, it's, it, for me, it's just, it's 1v, or I shouldn't say 1v, but Pro-Am compared to the 5v5 modes are different. But if you're a Pro-Am point guard, I think it can be a little underrated um, just because okay. obviously point guards if you're competitive there's so much pressure on point guards in pro-am so you know if they can handle that then they'll be able to handle it in my team 
Yeah, big time. Sure, even last year, like definitive and breezy coming in towards the end of the year, hey. and it was just completely different. So, Zens specifically in my team. I'm going to start. The most overrated thing in the game, because if you know how to play defense, someone, like, people are hitting every shot anyway on both gens. Like, on next gen, they're greening everything anyway if you leave them open. And on current gen, they're hitting every white. So, for me, Zens are one of the most overrated things ever. Like, a bum isn't going to beat you because they have a Zen, basically. I would say, for me, it's overrated in general, but as far as me in 250 was underrated my worry for it but yeah and it's just for like the normal person overrated 100 percent. yeah i would go with overrated as well i mean people make it also sound like they're rampant in the game i think i played one zen user in my team the entire year i'm on, I'm on zero you... i'm on zero and unlimited I played. I played Zenbox. Zero and unlimited, but I played a bunch in once triple, triple threat online. And I beat him. Yeah, like. Do you the, have... like the person still has to have the understanding for the game for it to even be effective? Like, do you guys have Zenbots on the US servers? Zenbots, yes. <laughs> they I passed the ball three yeah. times in Zen Center three. Yes, yes, we have them. Yeah, that was. I remember I used to get all the triple threat rewards because if you ran one at three emeralds. You were basically guaranteed to either come up against someone else using three emeralds, and I'm not losing against anyone in Europe in an emerald versus emerald match. And it was either them or Zenbots, and you always beat the Zenbots. I remember when uh, Ruby Kyle Corver went up to like 30k because like all the Z all the Zenbots used them or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that's, but that's how they. That's how the MT farmers make their MT, as far as I'm aware. That's how all those coin sites. They literally, because like all a Zen is, is like allows a controller to run a script. So they will literally put in a certain amount of things in a script that they will win. Like you'll, you, you basically can just constantly enter and play triple track games using the script. Yeah. People use it for uh, VC farming as well. Yeah. That's just crazy to think about. Yeah. But like that's all a Zen is, is like, like as long as timing stays consistent, there will never, they'll never be able to patch Zens in right. Pro-Am like. Because obviously, if players have different timings, you can't do that, even if they take out vibration. So it won't be too rampant in my team, but like it's almost impossible to patch Zens. And then we have got reaction videos in my team. Dale? I don't know. I'm going to lean towards underrated because I quite enjoy watching them. I usually think they're very funny. So, like, they're highly entertaining. I don't think yeah. they're overrated. Ty? I mean, the father of it from all. Hey man, it would be a crime if I said overrated. I think it's it's un I think it's underrated. Just is it is it brings something different, you know? And bring, and and it's just like for for people like the like little inside jokes as well, like with Allen Iverson or like Elgin Baylor at the start of the year, and just you know, it is informational too. So yeah, I'm, what do you think? DBG? I'm gonna say so underrated that the fact that the only two of us the at uh, the fact that it's only the two of us that are doing them has almost stunted the growth in the mighty community because if you look at any of like the irl basketball people like the two hype what they're doing and um, those people that are playing like these 3v3 basketball things it's like it's a view loop so like say i play you and what like in an ideal situation two or three other youtubers then react to those games one of them right. might say something in a reaction and obviously this is assuming that none of us have any sort of personal beef and we all know it's just for content someone might say something in a reaction or call out another person in the reaction in it and it creates kind of a view loop 
Like, these reactions, it's created a loop between the two of our channels, especially, where a vast majority of people that would watch my channel will watch you, will watch your channel, will watch me. And I think that's one huge thing that the My Team community doesn't have, is those view loops. Like, like there should be no reason why, for example, um, I don't know, say when I played you, that, for example, JD could have reacted, reacted to it, or Carlos could have reacted to it, and I don't know. Maybe Carlos could have said, oh, DBG's not... Act- or when you only beat him by two, it's like, oh, Ty Debo's not actually that good. Then you could have played him. Would have gotten him more views. Right. And then, whatever, all this kind of stuff that just... It's kind of hard to explain, but... You can, definitely- you can see it with, like, what Cash, Flight, and all them are doing when they used to react to everyone's 1v1s. Like, that's why that scene has blown up so much for that specific thing. I think it's really stunting my team. Because there's not a no, lot I- of that going on. I agree and it's like although you know let, let's say like you and carlos have a completely different fan basis like let's yeah. say you guys do something like that is interactive like that that would like you said just grow the my team community yeah. as a whole yeah and like like we'll all like if anyone doesn't realize this in the community there i, I assume everyone does like well if one of us grows we all grow like right. you can see like whatever people's like spike or like people's peaks are different but everyone has the same trend up Everyone gets views in the first week and then it drops, drops, drops around December. It picks up, 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 up. And then obviously it's still, um, it, it's probably going to start going up when we start getting like free 99 cards and the GOAT cards and everything later on in the year. But like, yeah, things like that. <clears throat> I think, I think there's just very, not even that there's very little collaboration. It's like, there are a lot of people that would watch, say, one of our channels or not even just specifically us that would watch, say, one My Team channel. And they might not know of any other ones. And it kind of just brings more eyes on everything. So I just hope... I just hope we see more of that stuff. Because even like when you played in the Troydan video. Mm-hmm. That was like... You playing Troydan. It obviously was part for Troydan's content. Because it was obviously a great part of the video. Watching me destroy by the 250k right. champ. Then... Obviously you made a reaction video. So you were able to make content out of that. I was able to make a reaction video. So that... That kind of... Not only it helped me out. Because it got me views. It brought me... People that might have been looking for Troydan, say DBG reacting to Troydan. Also, when you won, the people that might have only watching me still went to you. If right. for, by some crazy reason they don't know who Troydan is, they might have gone to Troy. Things like that. Or sorry, it, it's Dan, isn't it? His name's Dan, yeah. Um, Like all that kind of stuff. So I think they are severely, severely underrated. And not even specifically reactions, just like because of what reactions can do in terms of creating view loops and cre- creating overlap between the con- the creators that people watch, I think they can be used. They should be used more. So, that is it for overrated and underrated. Anything else? Any of you want to say? Dale? Anything you want to ask? Uh, I've got nothing left to add. Me neither. So, yeah. Um, I seem to be alright. So, we discussed, obviously, 250k, um, 100k champs, a bit of the old 2K19, the um, the initial era of the competitive scene. We obviously discussed who would, who would win in a fight. I'm still thinking, um, hey HTB, if there is ever an opportunity, I'm calling you out right now. I'm, call, I'm calling, I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out. Forget, forget, forget the wager. Forget the wager. Forget the wager. If there is ever some sort of like too hype. 2k type community and um, boxing event i don't think it's going to happen but if there is i'm speaking into existence and we're getting on that undercard um <laughs> but uh that's going to be that's going to be taken so <laughs> that's not going to be taken as a joke as well that's the worst part about it um 
and then we went through overrated and underrated. So yeah, um, huge thank you, Ty, for coming on. And yeah, appreciate you joining us, Ty. Yeah, thanks again. Thanks for having me, guys. No bother. And was good to talk to you. So don't really know how to end these. So thank you guys for watching. Please like, comment, and subscribe.